week's episode of the Rad Broadcast. I am producer Brandon from the Rob Anybody at Dawn Show, and I'm joined today by my lovely wife, Haley. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm all right. Fresh off another fun-filled road trip. Road trip. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> How that sums that up? I'm a little tired, uh, to be honest. We've uh, We've had quite the weekend. Um, I think it was in our last vacation recap that we uh, discussed our vehicle breaking down in Evanston, Wyoming. Beautiful, small, quaint town with uh, not much going for it. But uh, <laughs> to say the least, I, there's really not, not there's much going on going in Evanston, for Evanston, except for our little story that we're about to tell. Yeah. Um, so we uh, took a little road trip out to Yellowstone just to give, give a quick recap. Um, for our summer vacation. And we left on July 5th. We left July 5th. We went through Idaho up to uh, the south entrance of Yellowstone. Your Grand Tetons up to Yellowstone, up to the top, up to the west entrance, stayed at West Yellowstone. Yep. And drove then back uh, into the park. And then. Yeah, the second day, we, we stayed there for a second day, drove back down the park. Uh, and then we left the uh, east side of yep. the of the park into wyoming into wyoming and we went the big long way around went through went and stayed in thermopolis heading and, towards utah and then uh we 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 had some car troubles almost about uh, an hour and a half outside of uh salt lake city which was our basic destination um so we had to quickly call a certified service center that's uh that's that's assigned to this particular vehicle I'm not going to start blasting the brand or the manufacturer just yet, but for the, listen, the sto- you know, for, a- for the sake of the story, it's just a service certified center that we had to take it to just so we can get it handled the under the warranty. warranty. Exactly. And we had just purchased this vehicle out of like, we just purchased the lease two weeks prior to this whole incident that happened. So yeah, we've, we've had the car for three years. We've had absolutely no issues with it. It's it was a lease. We just bought the lease out. And then after the uh, incident, we found out that the uh, turbo had been uh, shot. I don't know. It just went out, right? There just was, went out. It just went out. And in, in, as a result, the computer and the, the program in, inside the SUV, it says, do not use this machine at any, <laughs> for, don't go past 55 or else Engine. you do serious damage. Engine speed reduced, which meant we shouldn't have been driving over 40 miles an hour. So there's no way we we're going to be doing that over the pass from Utah to Sacramento. That just wasn't going to happen. So we had to leave it there because the part would not get there until the next week. It's like running your computer in safe mode. Our car was in safe mode. Yeah. So, so. the car lived there for a week and it got worked on. Um, this is just the first week when we came back. I think it was the week of, uh, gosh, this was two weeks ago. So the week of the 13th. And when... We got the call on Friday when we were literally getting on the road to drive back to Wyoming the following weekend to pick up the car because we were told we were sitting in the car. We were told that it was going to be uh, ready to go yep. the next weekend. So we get this call right at the beginning of our trip. To, we we had hadn't even left the driveway yet. Seriously, sitting in front of our house we with get, our bags, we had just grabbed all of our stuff. We get this voicemail that says, "Car's not ready yet." The mechanic. Had to go home for the weekend. He lives 100 miles away. He's the only one that could work on it. And we, we've been back and forth on why this whole the small town uh, 
one one trick pony town that just has like <laughs> nothing going for it. They have this yeah. one guy, this one mechanic, and it's in the middle of nowhere. So of course he lives in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, he actually lives about a hundred miles out of town. So he could be the only one to touch the vehicle. Yeah, because he was the only one certified to touch the vehicle. And if any of the other mechanics, I'm to understand, touches the vehicle, it would uh, render the warranty void. Yeah, it's basically how it works. If you're not certified to work on it. Yeah. It's so a warranted car. So he he uh, he comes back the next week, which you know what? Back it up a little bit. When we got that call to tell us that the car wasn't ready yet, the it first was week, kind of a relief in the sense that we did not want to drive that day. I didn't want to drive at all that week. No, like we were so exhausted from the week before and the whole situation and the stupid rental we had. Oh my god. Yeah, the it was a terrible vehicle. It was an SUV. Again, I'm not going to knock brands, but it's a. Uh, it's a, it's a, it was a crappy way to take the journey. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> so we, uh, so we had this, this, we, we were ready to go the next weekend and, and this free weekend just popped up in our laps. And I, I thought that was such a blessing in disguise because I just needed, to, I needed to rest mm-hmm. and it really did do wonders just to be able to do nothing. In fact, we completed some projects that, that, uh, that following week because we got all that rest that yeah. weekend, uh, to, in preparation for our trip because, we we wanted to come home to a clean and, and organized house and some structure. So I finally completed my office project. Um, it's not quite done yet, but it's definitely in a place where I can finally work in it and put together my uh, my all my music gear in there and do some other projects in there if I want to. Um, but and you also got the uh, our guest room all cleaned up and ready to go to yes. be a Zen room again. Currently the guest room um, right now. Yeah. So <laughs> got an air mattress in there. We had to sleep on the other night. So that first weekend was a blessing in disguise. It yeah, allowed us to we needed it to clear our minds and get get back uh, get get things back on track. So then we were prepared to go pick up the vehicle this last weekend, just this twenty fifth and sixth. We got we got we drove we we started on the road right after the show on Friday. We basically well, got on the road at at. At noon-ish. We didn't actually get the call that the car was finished until Thursday. Right. So it was like by the skin of their teeth because we were planning on going. Yeah. They knew we were planning on being there Friday night and they were going to leave the car keys in the car because we had two key fobs. We would just swing in early Saturday morning, grab the car and go. Yeah, but they're doing Um, it by, they're doing it at the finish line. Right. They are. They were absolutely doing it by the skin of their teeth. Yeah. And, uh. But we, you know, we we had some snafus along the way. We'll get to here shortly that kept us from getting up early enough to go get it. Thank God, because we got there just after they opened on Saturday morning. But we'll come back to that. Why? What? What a snafu! What are you talking about? Uh, drive the hour long stop we had to make in Auburn when we chipped the windshield oh, in the son car. Of a bitch, that's right. We were supposed to be <laughs> so we were supposed to be at our final destination in Evanston. Evans well, hold on, just just back up because. We haven't gotten to taking off from the house yet. There is so much going on. <laughs> okay, so we took off from the house, and then we went to Auburn. By the time we got to Auburn, mm-hmm. so we, this is Friday. We were going. I was going probably like seventy-five, eighty, if that. And that's normal, you know, yeah. on eighty. Clogged up a little before Bell Road. And as soon as we got up to like uh, Elkhorn, not Elkhorn, but um, what's that one? Bell. <laughs> No, the not one before Bell. that. Me- not Meadow. No, after that. I don't know. Anyway, right up there in Auburn. I didn't grow up there. You did. A rock hits the windshield on a rental car. So it 
puts this giant, well, not giant, but like a, it was a, a good spider. pebble-sized hole or, uh, you know, crack in the windshield. And so... Right in the driver eye line. Right in my drive, And I'm like, I'm already, like, upset. I don't know why. Like, I think I'm just upset that we have to do this. We're tired. You know? The fact that we had to do it. It's 21 the, hours round trip. That's if we make very little stops. Yeah. I just, and we I, had to stop at times. There was a lot going on, and it just, it was a lot to handle. So... That was the last thing I wanted, and so we ended up having to stop in Auburn to go to a auto parts store, and you had to do the whole glue thing because I, I was just so He was in upset. such a mood. Yeah, I was. <laughs> so you, I just, you, you sent me on a grocery run, which actually I worked did. out really well. I, I kicked him out of the car. I said, go get us groceries. I need something to eat that isn't fast food. And I found my new favorite cheese, horseradish cheese. <laughs> it's amazing on roast beef sandwiches. He got one of those sandwiches, oh. and you know we're sitting there because... There pre- was like, sorry, one of those pre-made sandwiches yeah. that you get from the deli section at, at like one of the grocery stores. Yeah, simple. You know, something you put the condiments and stuff on. It's got meat, lettuce, tomato, not even tomato, le- meat, lettuce, cheese, whatever. So we, we got to start working on our talking over each other thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Just uh, <laughs> so I'm trying to pause. <laughs> so I send him to Safeway uh, because. I needed something to eat. I told him, just go grab me one of those California rolls from the sushi counter. Nice name drop. Okay. I'm just giving you a hard time. Thanks. So, because uh, there's like three steps to this. I thought it was just, you know, you put the thing on and squirt in the thing and then just sit. No, there was like three different steps where I had to like put this thing on and like, push the plunger in and fill it up and do this and pull the plunger and make it sit here for, oh my God. Are we talking about an enema or are we talking about repairing the crack on the windshield? Repairing the crack on the windshield. So it was a good hour. It was a good hour of us. We were 25 minutes into our trip that we didn't want to be taking back. Yeah, We've got my mom coming to watch the house for us, which takes a whole nother turn. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Guys, this is like, one of the craziest weekends. So. So 2020. So 2020. Just so, getting teabagged by 2020 left and right. So he, so we're sitting there and he's finally kind of happy that he's got food in front of him. And like the windshield's getting fixed and you can see that the crack is like, it's obvious we did a decent job filling the crack. Like it wasn't perfect, but. Giggity. It wasn't going to splinter through across the windshield. So. Yeah, it, was he, a, it was a solid fill. Yeah. Yeah, you nailed I, that. I did okay on that one. It was a great. pretty big chip. Yeah. It's a nasty chip. There was actually already a chip in that windshield when they rented it to us. And I had to go like back to the chick. I was like, hey, there's a chip in this windshield. That's right. It already had one. Yeah. So it was like, it, it had to have been the cheapest windshield possible. Mm-hmm. It's just like a gnat could hit it and I think it would crack. So <laughs> he starts, so he starts in on his sandwich. And before he takes a single bite of it, he pulls the cheese off and he goes to throw it in the garbage. I normally don't like creamy cheeses like without condiments and there was no condiments on the i'm weird I, like I, i'm weird i get it it's stupid he likes a dry sandwich but this was a this was a happy accident this was so he pulls the the cheese off and he goes to throw it away and i'm like what are you doing like i'm a cheese fanatical eat just about any kind of cheese and i say hand it to me i'll snack on it and he, he gives it to me but i've had sushi and i'm eating it with my fingers and so i keep taking bites i have no idea what kind of cheese i'm eating but it keeps tasting like I've got wasabi on my fingers and I'm going a little bit crazy. I'm like, wait a minute. So I take another bite and I realize it's a horseradish cheese. And so I stop eating it and I hand it back to him and I go, I really think your sandwich would be better with this. I think you would really enjoy this. 
And it was, it, it was the condiment that I was looking for. Yeah. It was the perfect balance with that roast beef, the lettuce, little spice, the onions, and that grain bread. Oh yeah. So good. Ugh. Get that horseradish cheese people. I'm telling you, Hey, actually yesterday you did. when we went to uh we went to a grocery store yesterday and went to the deli counter because we needed to get sandwich stuff for the house just for the week. And uh, they, they had a horseradish cheese there. They had it prepackaged, and I found it, walked over to him, and he got all snooty, and he went, I'm having it fresh cut. I I, I had it freshly sliced. He I, actually rejected it. I, I said, here's, no. here's, and you said, I'm having it fresh. I'm having it deli sliced is what you said. I've, but I've already made the order. That's what I was trying to get at. <laughs> I knew. I'm not going to say, oh, cancel that order. Uh, don't cut that cheese. Uh... <laughs> My lady's got the prepackaged stuff, so put it back. Yeah. No, so, yeah, but cool. there was a there was a couple of people there at the counter, and they heard me order horseradish cheese, and they were like, "What? Yeah, what? That sounds good." And so I told them about the roast beef sandwich, and they were like, "I'm getting that. I'm getting that." So big horseradish cheese. I will be your biggest spokesperson. I love your stuff. Didn't they turn out to be fans and recognize you? Oh, yeah. One of the guys, yeah. uh, right, which was weird because we're wearing face masks. And, you and have a voice. I know. And I have a tattoo. <laughs> but it's weird because, like, before COVID, we would go out and we would get it probably recognized every day. Every time we'd go out, at least once, maybe not every time, but, you know, yeah, at, at least like three it, or four times a week. Like at least out. once, yeah, and at least once a week yeah. minimum, yeah. you were getting stopped in a store. It depended on what we were doing and at what times we were doing it too. So. Totally. Because when we're usually during doing errands during the day, like midday, yeah. it's usually people that are working that know us, like at, at grocery stores where we go. Yeah. Uh, but like when we actually go out and socialize, that's when we get to... Or if we're like grocery shopping on like the weekends. Meet the randos. Or like, yeah, or anytime like after like 5 p.m. If we're out, that tends to be when we, when he gets stopped. Which by the way. I usually just keep walking. Well, you're usually the one who gets spotted first. Yeah, because they see you with me and they go, oh, he looks like Brandon and there's a redhead. It's got to be the two of them. Yeah. Sorry also, about I, that. That's okay. <laughs> I know what I signed up for. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. I'm well aware. Okay. Siren, you. Oh, hey. Uh, but yeah, so horseradish cheese, go buy it. He loves it. It's good stuff. It's good shit. Yeah. So that was a that was a positive that came out of that. And actually, yeah. we we ended up uh, eating all that food that I bought at the the store for like twenty bucks. I got a salad, got the sandwich, I got your sushi, got some fruit, mm-hmm. and we ended up eating that for the remainder of the trip. We didn't even stop didn't for stop. fast food. We didn't stop on Saturday for anything. We just munched on what we had. We'd be jerky and stuff like that. I packed, I packed some really cool car snacks. You were serious about the car snacks. Fuck yeah. There was like a cooler with ice and, and with like a Capri Suns and Gatorades. And then there was another cooler with snacks. Beef jerky. Uh, nuts. Sour pineapple gummies. Uh, ooh, Ooh, oh, the, the pecans. Oh, the pecans. The, the, what, what were they, like the toffee? Butter. Butter pecan. Butter pecan, toffee. Like toffee or toffee? Toffee or butter, I don't remember. Uh, Maybe but butter, I think it was butter, butter pecans. Um, what else did we have in that cooler? Uh, nuts. Nuts? nuts? Oh, yeah, you had your smoked nuts. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, we had a couple of bags of, like, Okay, so it's we yeah. had tons of snacks. Then I had a stupid. then I had bags of like Nature Valley snacks, like Gushers yeah. and 
you know, good stuff, stuff that you would go. Hmm. All the goods. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, we finally get on the road after patching up this crack. Got our food. Mm-hmm. Loving horseradish cheese <laughs> and smooth sailing. We ended up getting up to the up to Evanston in pretty good time. About two hours earlier than we thought. It was a beautiful drive in. Got some, mm-hmm. got a beautiful sunset, and uh, yeah. So we were super tired when we got in, and I think we were both a little crabby, but like anxious. You know, like when you're up for a long time, and you like got that the, got those like jitters, and you need to come down a little bit. And, Punch drunk a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, that's how yeah. I felt. Like I wanted to go out and do something, like get get rid of that nervous energy. Like I've just been cooped up. But the best thing was to just go to sleep. And well, we took a shower. Oh, that's right. Oh, that yeah. felt good. Yeah. yeah, it was like we got there and he they actually have um where we stayed. They have a a restaurant that was actually still open. Well, the bar was still open. Yeah, it which was, was we could have just walked there. It was right there, you know. And sure, it was tempting. It was really tempting. It was One p.m. 1 a.m. Uh, yeah, 1 a.m. Well, tw- it was 12.30 when we finally got into our room yeah. and, like, got settled. We actually didn't think we were going to get there until about 1.30, but we rolled in about 11.30 or so, and I think it was, like, 11.30 when we actually rolled, like, into Wyoming. So um, by the time we got, like, sat down and, like, settled, he's like, well, you know, the bar's open. And I'm like, yeah, that's 12.30. I'm pretty sure that by the time we had gotten our asses out the door, it would we wouldn't have made it for a... a so... We had to vacillate back and forth on, do we go get a drink? And But if we get a drink, then we're not going to be able to get up early enough. Oh, blah, blah, blah. So we did the responsible thing, and we took a shower. And yeah. We relaxed. And it, honestly, it worked. We were great. like, oh, that was perfect. It was exactly what we needed. Got really good sleep. And we also got up. We got we got enough sleep that we could we could just get up and go we didn't have when to the place was open. Yeah, we didn't have yeah. to. That was great. It was perfect. Yeah. But one one thing we need to lump in here is that when we came back, we were expecting to see the two pillows that we brought the original, the first time we were stayed, we stayed yeah. at this hotel because we stayed at the same hotel when we, when we, uh, cause like I said, because Evanston, of the pillows. right. But because so, it's Evanston and there was like no other place to stay, but we were planning on staying at this place so that we can get our pillows back that we left behind. All for the first it was time. the whole point of rebooking at the same place was because when we took our first road trip to Yellowstone road trip, we had planned on possibly sleeping in the car because there were some hot springs we wanted to check out. You know, we've been dying to do a really good video with a GoPro uh, on the night site with a time lapse of the sky. And, you know, what better place than like Utah where or, you know, Wyoming or the middle of Nevada where you're going to see the arm of the Milky Way. Like you should have seen it over the salt flats. It was incredible. Oh, salt flats are cool. The salt flats are cool night or day. Yeah, <laughs> they are just cool. cool. So, you know, we had these plans. So anyways, we take the pillows with us. We are, this is the first trip. This is when the, the taxi driver had taken us to Salt Lake City and we've unloaded our car. Now, while all of, he's unloading and loading and moving and we're, and we're just kind of like divide and conquer. And I don't realize until we're in Salt Lake City, pillows aren't in the car. Oh. And I go, where are the pillows? And he, and both of us just go, oh, well, fuck. So I called the hotel and at this time I knew we were going to be coming back. So I said, well, I need, I left my pillows and I said, can you ship them to us? And he said, well, we'll have to charge you. And I said, okay, expected. Fine. Fine. Whatever. How You've got could, my credit card. Fucking. <laughs> how much could it be to right? 20 bucks ship pillows? Whatever. So then I said, well, while I'm at it, I need to actually book a room. And the guy says, well, if you're coming back, can you hold, you know, do you want me to just hold on to them? And I said, sure, it's only a week, right? 
Well, it wasn't only a week. So I have to call when we realize that we're not going to be able to pick our car up one week later. And I have to push it out another week. And they go, oh, no big deal. We've got them. It's all good. We'll have them in your room for you when you're ready. I call the night we're driving out Friday night. I call and I say, hey, I think we're going to have a late check-in. It's probably going to be after midnight. I can't be totally sure. And they said, no problem. And I said, do you have the pillows? And they said, we'll have them ready for you. We'll have them at the front desk for you. And I said, perfect. We get there. No pillows. Well, and then there is trouble getting a hold of the maid service. That was the next morning. Because the maid service wasn't there. They weren't. So housekeeping wasn't there. Right. So they're like, we'll come back in the morning when they're open. And like, that was actually what determined us not getting up any earlier than like eight o'clock because I wanted my goddamn pillows. So, so our pillows are still MIA alleged. Yep. Like there's, they're MIA. We, we haven't gotten any phone calls back. They said they were going to try to track it down, but I guarantee you those maids. They probably took them. Uh, yeah. Homes, home, house cleaning, they threw them out. housekeeping. They took it. They probably threw them out. Yeah. You're probably right. Like, there's probably some sort of, especially during these COVID times, yep. like there's probably a reason that they can't hold on to that stuff. Well, they said they would, Yeah, but, but the chance, I wonder if they saw that and they just fuck, they either tossed it or they kept, I don't know. I don't, so our pillows are gone. So we have all of, <laughs> we have two, we have our like decorative king size pillows, right? But they're not comfortable at all. They were like $5 Ikea pillows. Yeah. And then we have these really small, they're basically our camping pillows. They're really small. They're like the chopped up foam kind. They're like not fancy at all. Super lumpy. You guys. You guys. I just wanted my fucking pillows. So now we got to go pillow shopping. Who pillow shops online? These are like first world problems. (sighs) Big time. Oh, do you not want me to talk about it on your podcast? No, I'm, I'm just (laughs) pointing out the obvious. I'm not, I'm not, your feelings are valid. That Uh, was so, like, he had to really try for that, you guys. No, that was <laughs> from the heart. Anyway, so we don't have our, our pillows. Yes. We say, fine, whatever. I write down my address. I say, ship them to me. Mm-hmm. We get in the car. And at this point, we are still believing our car is going to drive us all the way home. Yep. So we checked out of the hotel, and we're having a heck of a time getting directions to get to the, the, the certified center uh, service shop. That's literally right down the road, but we end up taking these these off. I I go into the this this uh, neighboring uh, area, it's like a suburb. Yeah, it's a little suburb. There's just it's just the surface streets. There's houses and stop signs, and I went down this grid that didn't even need to go down. If I just took a right instead of a left, right. we could just go straight, and then we've gotten there. And but, the map never takes you that way, and I don't understand it. I think they think it's easier, but it's just like just go right. So the map tells us to go the wrong way, and then we end up fighting with each other because we're like, well, what does the map say? What does it want me to do? And we get our cool, and we finally get onto the road, and it's literally two minutes down the road from where we stayed. So we get there uh, to the dealership. We, I, I go into the car because we already have our other key fob. So I start loading all the stuff from the rental car into the, the car. And I started up just to get it warmed up. I'm like, yeah, this is good. We got it back. All right, we're good to go. You're inside filling out paperwork or just, you know, making sure there wasn't anything else that we needed to do. Yep. Buttoning up. And we uh, button up everything in the cars and we start heading out. And I take a celebratory selfie Snapchat and I send it to everyone. Got a car back. Got my Woo! car. Woo! Singing Lizzo. And then we get 
literally like 1.4 miles, five minutes down the street (laughs) onto the on-ramp to highway 80. I don't think I got above 60 miles an hour. Once you hit 50 smoke, poof, billowing down below the car. And then once you got up to 60, it was a cloud just engulfing the front of the car. So I'm in the car. And I'm, I'm in front of you looking in my rear view. Right. And so he's, so he's in front of me looking through the rear view, paying attention to my speed. And I'm looking down, kind of getting things adjusted and getting my phone hooked up and, you know, just kind of the general, like I, and and I'm looking around because I've just gotten on the freeway and I start to see what looks like smoke behind me. And I think, okay, is that a lot or is that a little, like it was hard because I just caught it. It all happened. He saw it before I did, you know, because I'm in it. I'm I'm sitting on top of it. It's moving past me. I don't I don't know it's there. Mm-hmm. So and I don't know it's building. You know and and I can't smell. I could smell something. I could smell some burning oil. But that can be normal after a repair on a car. Like is it? So I'm and I've had repairs where you know a little bit of oil needed to burn off of it. You know. So I'm thinking is it that? But by the time he saw it, that's me. Brandon saw it. I realized something was not right at all. And he puts his flashers on and we both just off the side. Yeah. Once, once you got to that next level of smoke, it was literally, I don't know, like two, three, four seconds max. Like it it was fast. It was so fast. The, uh, but we were going 45 to 50 miles an hour up to 60. And then once I saw that, I, yeah, hazards side of the road, turned the car off, called the dealership. And the dealership, the, the dealership seems so like nonchalant. Non, yeah, the, like the one of the guys that I got a hold of when I first called, he was like, "Oh, so what's going on? Is everything okay over there? Oh, well, there's no tow truck uh, in this town. We got to go go through a third party company that's not local. Uh, that's the only way we're going to be able to tow your car." I'm like, "We just drove this off the lot, and we are billowing in smoke." This isn't how this works, man. You mm-hmm. got you do something about this because we trusted you to repair this vehicle. So we ended up, uh, he ended up putting me uh, through the phone lines to get to the service center, which what are the, what are the mechanics going to do? Like right. what are the, the diagnose it over the phone? No. So that goes to a dead end. Like it goes to the answering machine. So I call back and then I get the the woman at the front desk who's been very helpful. She's actually very helpful. But she's not the one with the wrenches. And she right. knows, so she's just trying to be the good guy and be the liaison, which she did a great job at. And I don't have any ill will towards her. But. The, oh, man. So. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the other part. We're on a stretch of highway where we're on the only on and off ramp for miles miles and we can't drive over 40 and when he gets a hold of um the service center she says yeah that's that's not supposed to happen that's not right duh get it back here you know she's she is helping us yeah she's but like get back here asap so she's on the phone with brandon as we limp down the road to try and find a way to get across the highway and back watching the off-ramp the on-ramp behind me get smaller and smaller and going i am getting further away and i need to get closer so there's these, um, there's like the turnouts. Uh, I, I want to say they're every mile. So the, this is, this particular stretch of highway has uh, the eastbound and the westbound are separated by a 
I don't know, what, like 30, 40 feet band of green. About like, two lanes. Like that dirt yeah. green, you know, it's not lush, but it's like kind of, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. It's like the, it's the, it's the, it's the rough area right there in the middle. And then they carve those paths to go mm-hmm. from the east to the west side. Some are paved, some are dirt. Most of the time they're like authorized vehicles only. Yeah. But in Wyoming, I guess they're not. This one didn't have that sign, but yeah. I didn't. And I, we didn't my, care. Being a California driver, I was like, I'm doing something illegal. Fuck it. Just, ah. And so we ended up going through there, getting back on the other side of the freeway, took it back to the uh, the shop. And mind you, if I went over 50 miles an hour, I was just smoking. So I was smoking all the way there, but I was smoking. Until we, we got were driving the- with our, our flashers on the whole time. Until we got onto the surface streets. And then it was like, not that bad. Yeah. So we uh, ended up getting to the shop and they take it back and they look at it and it turns out there's an oil leak. Massive oil leak is actually what they said. Massive oil leak. Which, yeah. There was. Yeah, I'm worried about the engine right now. (laughs) You're thinking the engine's cracked. We're thinking. It was ticking in a way that it didn't normally sound. It was like making this little that I'm not used to hearing. So uh, we we basically come to the conclusion that it needs to stay there because the, this is on a Saturday, and the mechanic that is certified to work on this particular engine part won't be there until Monday. And we, he lives a hundred miles away. He, he had we had to just go back home, turn around with tail between our legs, back on our journey. But here's the bitch: we still have a rental car. And an agreement to get that rental car back to Enterprise in Salt Lake City. Because the dealer had a rental for us. They couldn't put us in it because it was one of their city-only drivers. So we couldn't take it out of state. Mm -hmm. So we're back to square one again. So we have to get this other rental car back to Salt Lake City. But Enterprise is closing or closed. They closed at like 12 o'clock on a Saturday. The office we had to return it to was closed, period. Saturdays and Sundays. Ridiculous. Like why? Okay. Anyway. So. It's not a tourist town. There's a reason why there's three of them on the same street. Right. So anyway, before we left though, when we went back, we took the rental car so we can repack the rental car with all the. Transfer our crap again. All of our luggage and all of our snacks, which, you know. It was like three or four items. Yeah. So it was <laughs> it was enough that we needed to drive around and just load it up. And when I went back there, you know, this is, where, this is one of the reasons why you don't go back yeah. in the shop. Because it just looks like all disheveled. There was parts up against the wall, like building up and Piled. building up. Piles. And cars just taken apart. And, you know, it's a shop. I get it. And and I was a little harsh on on the critique of the the state of this particular shop so i don't want to knock them because i actually got an email here from a a listener named ben who uh points out a really important point here so uh, he says most car shops are that dirty that's one of the reasons why customers are allowed in the shop area too many things to trip over or slip over having worked in a shop for eight years my experience is that it costs a lot of money to just throw the old parts in a dumpster so most shops recycle the old parts and sell them as scrap. But due to COVID, steel prices suck. So instead of selling at such low prices, recyclers are hoarding until prices rise back up. That makes sense. That, that makes thought complete sense. crossed my mind when I thought about the parts we saw piled up. I didn't even think They were that. axles. They were big, heavy metal pieces. They were exhausts. Some of them probably have um, 
heavy metals in them. Like I know catalytic converters have, uh, is it gold? I think some of them have gold. Uh, some of them have like a platinum, like, mm. or a palladium kind of metal in them. So there's, there's, there's good reason. metals in there. Yeah. yeah, there is. So like, yeah, obviously, but we were mad and we were picking. Yeah. That was yeah. just my reaction. Yeah. But you know what? Now knowing that, thank you very much, Ben, for educating me on yeah. uh, on the the state of shops. Like that was so naive of me to even even say. So so we get on the road. Well, no, we're standing there, and one of the other mechanics comes up. I think he was one of the mechanics. He definitely worked in the shop, and he was just kind of had his hand in his pocket, and he was kind of looking over the car, and he's like, "Hey, you got a massive oil leak." And he looks up, and he goes, "Well, you're lucky you didn't burst into flames." Oh, that's exactly what you want to hear. So, Son of a bitch. Anyway, now we're finally on the road and we decide because we were just going to call Enterprise and extend the rental, but yeah. we couldn't get a hold of anybody. Nobody would answer. It Not was all the corporate. And the, and the automated places just kept basically hanging up on us. So we uh, ended up finding one that was open and we what we wanted to do ultimately was just extend our rental. Mm -hmm. But we also wanted to see if we can swap this piece of junk <laughs> out so we can have a better drive. Like we, we had an SUV and I don't, I think the reason why we got this one is because I said, I wanted to drive that one. So when naturally, you willed this to yeah. Us. So when we first initially rented this car in the beginning of all of this, we we're standing there in the parking lot. I'm like, Hey, that's a cool car. Let's, uh, Let's take a journey in that thing, huh? <laughs> well, we also have dogs, and we had a lot more stuff with us because, like I said, we were planning on sleeping in the car. We had, you know, we had more bags than we did on this trip. We had, you know, five days worth of stuff and sleeping bags and hiking shoes and, you know, suitcase. And we had more stuff. So it wasn't like, let's get a car and that's going to, like, solve it. We probably could have, but it would have been tight. So Giggity. anyway, we realized... We want to swap it out for a car because we've packed a lot lighter this time. And uh, that car was a piece of shit. So we shit. we did extend it and we did get a better car, which is a much, you know, this is one of those other breadcrumbs that we we took advantage of one thing that we had control over. That that one thing in that moment, it felt good, like it was a victory. And remember when we got back on the road, when we had the, the new rental car, we were like, ah. Oh, Yes, and we were in infinitely better moods. Like the the, car, the the rental car we were driving was so frustrating, in every possible way. It was so difficult in every possible way. I mean, I can get real nitpicky if you want to. Nah, we don't need to go into the details. But it was just a. It put car. us in a bad mood every time we were in it. It drove like <laughs> I. I'm I'm telling you, my foot to the floor going up any incline, like Donner, any of the the mountain passes, even just a steep hill, like that El the hill in El Dorado, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, 69 max, foot to the floor. Yep. That was it. And, like, there was, um, like, right up above our heads, there was, like, a little gearbox kind of thing for, like, the AC unit. Yeah, and it was just kind of, like, attached to the headliner. So, like, the whole ride. It was, like, you know how you put a styrofoam ice chest in your car and it, like, squeaks the whole time? It was, like, that, but against the fabric. It was, like, scratch, 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 scratch. And it sounded like a broken speaker that was staticky in your ear, but it wasn't. It was just, like, the, oh, my God. You know, I knew how to fix it, though. Yeah, you just pushed on it a little bit, and it would work for a while. Oh, my magic hands. Yeah. Oh, oh, the the sunglass holder. If you opened it, they would just come flying out. It was like a booby trap. It was every time. So we uh, got a much better vehicle, thank goodness. So, but what's funny about that is 
uh, we actually got a Nissan Altima. And as we were walking out and the guy was grabbing keys, I said, just anything but a Nissan. And he goes, it's all I have because the last rental car we had was a Nissan Sentra. And it was like in Maui and it was horrendous. Well, that was the basic coupe yeah. style. I you was know. just like, please don't put me in a Sentra. <laughs> it had like a governor on it. So you couldn't even go over 55 or some bullshit. So bad. But this, but this, this Nissan is much better. This is a nice. We actually swapped out for like the intermediate. Like we got a nicer car. So. So it, it all worked out, and that was one of those little breadcrumbs that made our the rest of our journey home more pleasant. But before we left, <laughs> uh, before I get to this part, I, I do have to say that my short time in, in Utah hasn't been the best. <laughs> and first impressions of Salt Lake City, I do not like it. Yeah, not great. But all the outlying areas that I've been able to see have been absolutely gorgeous. Park City. Park City's gorgeous. Salt Flats. Uh, I can only imagine what uh, Provo and, you know, uh, that's in Utah, right? Yeah. Provo. Provo's just down below. All that stuff. I, I can't wait to go explore the southern part of the state. But first impressions of, of Salt Lake City, Utah, not impressed. Yeah. Not, no. my, not my favorite place. It's cool. I'll pass through it. I won't stay there. But. There is one golden jewel just outside of Salt Lake City. There we go. And that would be the best Denny's I've ever eaten at in my entire life. And that would be located in Tuella. And Ben knows exactly the one I was talking about. Ben knows. Ben's back. He says, in the podcast, uh, in the broadcast, you and Haley mentioned the Denny's outside SLC at a truck stop. I'm wondering if y'all had visited the one at the Flying J in Tuella. Yep. At exit 99. Yep. Exit 99. That's, that's ours. It. Hope everything gets better for y'all. Thanks, Ben. That's exactly <laughs> the one. I'm telling you, you go to any other Denny's anywhere. I mean, maybe maybe I'm, maybe this is like my small scope into what Denny's is like in the rural areas of America. I don't know what it is, but all the Denny's in my local areas have always been okay. No, I have to. I have to tell you, as somebody who's traveled across the United States, this is the best Denny's I've ever been to, and that was a stop. That was like a normal, like we'll just stop at Denny's because it was easy. Like I've eaten at a lot of Denny's. This is the best Denny's I've ever been to. So that's the, one of the things about franchises is the management has the choice to yeah. like you know get the better products or you know vamp things up or cheapen things out. And I think that it's so easy for a lot of these places just to do the bare minimum. And, and so that's always been my experience. You go to this Denny's in Tuella, Utah, you will have a totally opposite experience from any other diner you've been to. It is so freaking good. The, I had a salmon so patty on my, my salad, like, like, and it was good. And he had, what did you get? This like super spicy chorizo potato dish it was like a breakfast but it was also had chicken in it and mushrooms eggs and mushrooms and cheese. oh my god it was so freaking good this is just like one of their skillets the, i had this same dish the two times that we've been there the first time when we drove through when we you know had this whole thing happen and then the second time this past weekend same dish i will probably get it again next time if we ever end up going there but i don't know we got to figure out we're gonna be flying out and bringing a car home we gotta we gotta figure out how to uh how to door dash that stuff out here. Like, aren't they going to do the drone <laughs> Maybe thing you again? should try our Denny's. Maybe Denny's itself has just gotten better. Well, see, that's the thing. It's... He doesn't want to. He will, you guys, he will not go to a Denny's. That's, we've never, I think we may have been to a Denny's once or twice and it was because somebody else wanted to go. I have nothing really like 
strongly against Denny's. I would just rather make my own breakfast. Right. I know. So, okay. So Denny's, we get his Denny's. But what's funny, though, is the whole time we're driving from uh, from the dealership to Salt Lake, we're stewing. We are absolutely stewing. Oh, yeah, that's right. And we went by this lake. So pissed. We're just like. Just... It was so pretty. I mean, everybody was having so much fun. But before we get to the prettiness, just to set the scene, just to just to explain how pissed off we were like i had i had punched the the steering wheel and i've given i gave myself a nice little red welt on my 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 wrist like a bruise almost yeah i was just pissed i just said ah dapa and that you know i was done um but we were both just like like you know what's that what are those uh, steam whistles just like yeah. Out of, out of our ears we were like gripping everything we could super tight our teeth were like grinding we weren't really talking to each other but we weren't mad at each other we were just like so furious oh because we had we at the same time we didn't have cell reception to to try to call enterprise or on our way we couldn't do anything so we were just we couldn't even listen to music or a podcast so we were just sitting there just living in it like everything all this crap that had just happened all behind us the smoke the, the all the whole experience and then we find this beautiful lake with it's like a dammed off lake man-made you could have pulled off the freeway and walked down like oh, it was right there it was gorgeous it was huge there's like jet skis and boats and skiers and people, people barbecuing everywhere on the beach. Oh. Like totally social distancing to the T. I mean, it was like <laughs> it was a scene out of like Americana. It was beautiful, and simultaneously, we are both like just, independently too because we weren't saying anything to each other, and we didn't talk about this until much later until we sat down at that Denny's, right? Or was uh, it just after? It was. It was, a, it was about fifteen minutes after okay. we left the lake that we both were like. We when we passed that lake, we looked over there. We were like, "Oh, must be fucking nice to be jet skiing on that beautiful lake." How's oh, that boat, huh? How's that barbecue? I bet it tastes great. Eat your fucking hot dog. I hope it doesn't feel bad when you jump in that beautiful water. <laughs> so we're both silently raging at this lake in our people, minds, in our minds, saying right? the same things and. I don't know, something, we were driving down the road and something happens and I just, I think I turned to him and I said something like, I was so mad. I just was even angry at the people having fun at the lake. And he says. I was doing the exact same thing. <laughs> and we, we you know, replayed the whole thing. And, Every, and yeah. It we was laughed. Just, we laughed. I laughed till I cried. Like, why were we even mad at them? We were like enjoying the view. We were, right. we were actually really happy to see people enjoying their life and, and having we're fun but we so were so jealous bitter you wanted that oh man because it should have been us well because our plan originally was going to end us with our final stops that we never got to make we were going to stop at the dinosaur museum mm -hmm. and then we were going to camp out under the stars in utah out by uh meadow hot spring yeah in our car yeah but we couldn't sleep in the car that we had well, and then there's there there's another wrinkle that happened yeah. uh, as as this whole thing's going down. The Saturday we get this broke down car. You're getting texts from your mom, who's house sitting at our house, watching our eight animals and yes. her dog. So nine yes. animals in one little house. Yes. And how old's your mom? Uh oh, geez, uh, six, 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 
768. She okay. was born in 53. So she is up there and she's yeah. tired. She's, she's retired. She's a little feeble. She's got some stuff. She's got some, you know, she's old some lady knee stuff. Surgeries, you know, she's a tough, she's a tough, tough bird though. And she's, she's a very independent woman and she doesn't, uh, she don't want your help. <laughs> Yeah, she doesn't know how to ask. She doesn't ask for help. She, she just doesn't. She does, but she does. She's um, she doesn't like to. Oh, really? You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. It's it's, right. it's like I don't like to ask for it either because yeah. we just. It's not so much. I don't think you should take care of me, or like I shouldn't be. It's just like it's a pride thing. It's kind of like, like my body's betraying me, kind of thing. Uh, like I should be able to do this. What the fuck? Yeah. You know, it's just kind of our mindset. I mean, my grandma, the day she died, my mom's mom was like, I don't feel well. Dies of a heart attack. Like, that's who we are. So, sorry, babe. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I know what I'm, what I'm in for. You never know. So, you know, we're, we're, just, we're just tough, independent people. So, um, And what, what happened to her ultimately? Uh, this, her back went out. And rendered her useless. Yeah. Right? She was like, I, her back hasn't gone out like this in years. And she just, she woke up and could barely, she couldn't walk. She was like, her back was in a constant spasm. So this happened while she was like when while she was sleeping when yeah. she woke up. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Bas- so basically, what happened was um, I got the call right as the car was breaking down. I got the call that something was up with mom. She called me and she was like, "So I'm I'm driving a busted ass car back to the dealership, talking to my mom who's going. I can't walk, and she's you know like in tears, can't walk, and I and she's like, I don't have anybody. I'm like, I don't have anybody. Her sister happened to be busy that day, my aunt. And so she's local. Yeah. And she was like, I called my sister, but she's busy. And I just was and I just went, Okay, you I need just somebody just needs to kind of advocate for her right now. So I called my aunt, you know, we're driving back. He's trying to get a hold of me, calling me and calling me, and I'm like on the phone. I didn't know what was going on. He had no idea. I couldn't I couldn't tell him. Totally separate cars. So um, you know, I called my aunt and I just said, Mom's in She's absolutely flat out like she can't walk. I, I haven't. She hasn't been like this in ages ever. Like it's been years, decades. She was bedridden. She was bedridden, and it's it's really been decades since I've seen this. Um, you know, it's been a really, really, really long time. So, do you think it was the animals that did it? Like, do you think she was just pushing herself a little too hard? Were Were there too I many things think, to do with the animals? I think it happened at home before she came over. I think she oh. said she like sort of twinged her back a little bit. Okay, and it just happened. All right. It just went. So um, I called my aunt and I, I kind of explained, like, I can't do anything. I'm in Wyoming. I don't, you know, there's Hillary. My sister can't do anything right now. You know, she's not feeling well. And um, so my aunt, I think she called me back about 15 minutes later and she goes, all right, I'm canceling my plans. I'm going over there. So my aunt went over there to stay. And now, mind you, my aunt also is caring for her husband, who um, my uncle, who has MS, and he is pretty much bedridden uh so now she's caring for my mom and my uncle so she's got a lot so, of infirmary there so you know my mom's being really nice and she's like okay i'm set it i'm settled the animals are taken care of you know my sister's here we're good my aunt my aunt got my uncle set up so that she could go stay with my mom and you know my mom even was like you guys can stay you know go to your museum do your thing we've got this covered and i went Fuck no. Can't do that in good We're conscience. coming home. Yeah, we're leaving you. Ridiculous. Yeah, that was the very nice of her to offer, but. So sweet. We I, were so ready to be That's home. what I mean by her, like, resilience. She's like, okay, I'm settled. You guys carry on with your weekend. Don't think about me. So 
we're like, yeah, no, not going to happen. Uh, so we ended up coming home. Uh, we got home like on the nose, like 10.01 p.m. on Saturday. Just drove through. We didn't stop anywhere but the Denny's and t- like to pee. I think we even filled up only one tank of gas. Like we only had to stop like once or twice. And uh, we did count a lot of pee bottles on the side of the road. That though. was the weirdest thing. Just like in that one area it started. and It's almost like the road people know that that's the spot to dump your yeah. piss bottles. It's like they it's like the It's like a trend. They it's it's almost yeah, or it's like some community, I don't know, but like you drive you know what the fuck they were. It's like a community thing. Yeah. There I was mean, a gallon milk gallon jug out there. So that's <laughs> what I want to know is the gallon milk jug, was it one sitting or was it saved up over time? Well, it wasn't full, so I would say it was one sitting. Wow. It was I mean it was like I don't know. I'd say not halfway, but like oh. a third of the way full. You're the one that assumed it was full. I did. But there were some that were next to each other that were like two and three bottles of like the same exact thing. Like Mountain Dew or. It was, it was a lot of Mountain Dew. Yeah. It was a lot of um, Aquafina's mm-hmm. and it was a lot of brisk Lipton lemon tea. Yeah. Which I wonder if they do that because they think they can get away with it. They're like, oh, this kind of looks like tea. That and. Based on oh, and Gatorades, based on the repetitive nature yeah. of the bottles and it, the flavors, I bet it's just like it's normal root people. Yeah, that just I do it. Would say it was the same people. They just fucking For around. For sure, it's like ah, this is the this is the piss highway. I think I counted a hundred bottles in like a thirty minute time span. Yeah, I was like, there's another, there's another, there's another. And that's that's so gross. Like, it's so beautiful out there. Why would you do that? Why would they, they do they that? They don't give a fuck. Why, why don't you just wait and then dump it in the toilet when you get to one? Right, or just or toss it in the garbage can when you get gas. Like, what do you have no, to... No, they just literally just dump it, pour it out into the toilet. Oh, you, in the truck. And, yeah, like, when you save it in the truck, right, you, you cinch it up, you get to your rest stop, pour it in the toilet, oh. and then throw the bottle out. Come on. Yeah. Anyways, Seriously. we drove over tarantulas. <laughs> We did. Not and, like killed them, like just drove over them. And you want to know what I thought when you first said that we drove over a tarantula? I thought it was a scorpion. Yeah. For whatever reason, in my mind, it translated to scorpion. No. So when, when you were like, oh, yeah, they're so cute and friendly. And I'm like, oh, yeah, thus scorpions aren't, but uh, uh, the, the, the tarantulas are. Yeah. That I, was I, really cool. I thought about it for a little bit. It was like there was this one stretch of the road in Nevada where like there were kind of a lot of them. You'd they're see, all they're all commuting from work. They must have been. Yeah. They were too. Like they were all going in the same direction across the road. Mm-hmm. But you can tell because the wind was blowing from, uh, from right to left. So it was coming across the freeway from passenger to driver's side, right? And it was blowing debris across the road. So you knew when something was just like rolling across the road. And I so we're kind of approaching. There's this like black sort of thing, kind of going completely against the wind and like crawling, pulling itself. And the closer I got, I was like, that's a motherfucking tarantula. <laughs> <laughs> I had one when I was younger. So like you kind of recognize the way, but like, and it was really windy, you know, but yeah, I just kind of moved a little over and drove over him, not across him. <laughs> yeah. I did that with a couple of rodents the yeah. first night mm-hmm. we, we drove back this last weekend. It's super dark, but I, I just see like these little little field mice yeah. and stuff just running across, and I try to miss them. Hopefully, I did. Yeah. Um. So uh, where are we? We uh on our way home. Yeah, we uh, got home. Grandma, grandma's in bed, 
dogs and cats are all waiting on us. And we get home about 10, 30, 11 o'clock that night. No, 10, 10.01 p.m. That's right, 10 o'clock. And right on the nose. On I the, was trying to get there at exactly 10 o'clock or like 9.59. So I was like, we made it before 10. No, we're so close. <laughs> we're so close. And uh, yeah, so we have now had time to reminisce and kind of laugh. And the whole weekend pretty much got robbed. I mean, Sunday we woke up, but we had to help your mom get to her next place so that my she mom, can get all set up at, at uh, your aunt's house. My mom was sleeping in our bed, yeah. and I we remained. I wanted her to remain there because yeah. she is she was set up, she was comfortable, she was okay. You know, she had a bathroom close by. Um, so we actually blew up the air mattress in the living room and slept in the living room on Saturday night when we got home. Yeah, we uh, camped out in the living room. It actually turned out really nice because yeah. we could cuddle up with the. Uh, the ants, animals, yeah. and the dogs slept with us a little bit. And Walter, it was a nice night sleep, but it wasn't like the the best no. rest. No, but Walter did get to cuddle with us, and he never cuddles with us. That was wonderful. And then we uh, did some errands after we uh, we we handled your mom's transportation over to yeah. her uh, infirmary at your aunt's house. Yeah, we went shopping. That's when we met the guys at the with the uh, cheese and. Yeah. Remember that horseradish cheese. It's the business. <laughs> we picked up some meat from the oh, the butcher. We got a nice porterhouse at home waiting for us because that's our treat for a rough weekend. Is we've got a nice porterhouse and yeah, we're gonna have a little little steak dinner and make it a little date night. Yeah. And so as you can hear, we're we're pretty much we're def- we're defeated, you know. And I think that. Uh, <laughs> This is just life. We're all going through some shit, man. You know, this is this is just the you just got to roll with the punches and just take it one step at a time. All those cliches, but we did get in hold get a hold of our uh, manufacturer warranty, which it's still under for this vehicle. Uh, There, there's a uh, at least a little bit of hope and help. Yeah, there's we actually have some assistance in in uh, the actual company that's going to be fighting for us. Well, yeah. So like we have, there's like the manufacturer warranty and then there's the warranty that we bought. And this is actually still all covered under the manufacturer warranty. Yep. So I called or just, I just directly called the manufacturer warranty company, the, you know, their service customer service line. And I, I got to explain to somebody, I was like, okay, hold on to your seat. This is, I'm going to do this as quickly and directly as possible, but this is a bumpy ride. So when I explained, like we went back to get it and it broke down again and I just, we just can't keep driving back and forth to get our car. And, you know, I'm not sure, is it going to make it like, what if something else happens? So I just said, can we just find a way to get it back here to California safely? And she was immediate to be like, yeah, we need to get this shipped back. We need this back at our service center here at our dealership where it was purchased from, where it was Local. serviced on before it broke. And yeah, it, we, we got an oil change before we even the left. Like the day before. So like part of me is like, did they sabotage us? Like, did I, <laughs> did I rub somebody the wrong way when we bought out the lease? Which is entirely possible because he did have an exchange. Yeah. But you know, business. Can I, I'm going to say this, that when we did get to our Denny's, which was his only silver lining on this trip at this point. Like, it was like his reward. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You know, we sat down and sort of looked at at the silver lining of everything. and um, Taught us resiliency. We never saw customer service Brandon. Yeah, I didn't didn't blow my handle. Like, I didn't didn't come off unhinged. The only time that I would get upset 
was brief moments in the car when there was something beyond my control that I couldn't do. And I didn't direct it at anybody. Nope. I didn't direct it at you. Never. I directed it at the steering wheel once. <laughs> but besides that, you know, it was like just, you screamed once, just kind of grabbed it, just went, ah! <laughs> let out a good fuck. But, you know, you got to yeah. sometimes you just got to let out a good guttural yeah. fuck. No, I'm all for it. You, that, you did it. I felt good. It was great. It's probably why my voice is a little messed up oh, today. I like it when it's a little raspy, though. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it, like it taught us serious patience, and I think yeah, that and it's communication with each other. Communi- not only that, but like with ourselves. Like it, it, it's given me the opportunity. I, a lot of that it has to do with the fact that we just sat there in the car for extended periods of time, sitting with it, doing nothing, with, nothing we could do, working on it. You know, yep. just like passing it and letting it, letting it go. Like not letting it fester. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that always makes me get to that point where I will turn into the quote unquote fries Brandon, where I, if I get bad customer service, I lose my cool. And yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I didn't do that at all. And I felt so good because every time we walked away from any type of, you know, customer service interaction, whether it was uh, the people at the dealership or the hotel or the rental car place, We've had nothing but great people and interactions, yeah. and and it was a pleasant experience walking away from it. And I think that that's one of the one of the big takeaways. Thank you for reminding me of that. Yeah, God, that was a big step. Yeah, yeah. There were you know there were a couple of times where we had to kind of look at each other and go, pull your shit together. Yeah, you know, I can't do this while you're doing that. So let's it, pull our shit together and and that's you know. Move past it. When you're when you're in a close proximity with somebody for that long of a time, you're gonna get at each other's nerves a little bit. But fortunately we're mature enough that we can work through that and, and tell each other to be like, you know what? I can't deal with you and this right now. Let's just cool off. You right. Know? And it works out. If you're gonna act like a screaming child, then you know, which you have your right to. I had mine. I've we definitely had, had my moments, but you gotta just take the next step. What do you got to do? Like what you got to prioritize your shit. What's your next step? How do you get what's what's the number one priority? Get home to mom. Yep. How do we do that? Drive. We bust our ass to Salt Lake City and find the one enterprise car rental company that's open with 20 minutes to spare. Find one guy who he swiped the card right at closing time. Oh, my God. Literally at like 1159 and 59 seconds. He's like, we're good. And like he had people waiting for him. It was that, that guy, I left him a just absolutely amazing review, but he was... He was bilingual. He, oh, yeah. He was doing f- like four things at once while taking care of us. Mm-hmm. It was really impressive. I feel bad for his wife, though, because she did call. He was like, oh, that's my wife, and he had to ignore that call, but like he ignores that call, picks up the phone. Yeah, because that one's he, ringing off the hook. Yeah, he's like, hold on a second. Well, he, so he's like doing this, and then he picks up the phone, and he goes totally bilingual, and then he does something and then he's like, okay, hold on. And then he just handled like four rentals right there because he could do it really quickly mm-hmm. while we're like, he's like truly multitasking. And then we walk and it's what, 97 degrees outside and we're all just sweating our balls off. Masks are on, right? We're trying to get into the cars. There's people waiting everywhere and he's just like super calm. And Brandon just goes, man, I don't know how, like, how do you stay so calm? He's like, I got a two-year-old at home. So I, <laughs> I asked him, I was like, so you basically experience every human emotion on a daily basis because you're a car rental place and you have a two-year-old. He goes, oh yeah. And he's not been feeling good. So he's been sick lately. It's like, oh, oh my God, this saint. man's a saint. Yep. He, uh, 
Yeah, I, I think I said something like, I'm just so impressed with how cool, calm, and collective mm-hmm. you've been. And, and that's so true. I, I think th- one of the, another thing to take away is just that there's so many great people out there that are worth, worth spending the time with and, and getting to know. We never met a shitty person. No, we didn't. Not going to lie. Like, no. and I. I'll even talk shit about that mechanic, but I'm sure he's a nice guy. He's probably, and honestly, this could have been an absolutely freak thing. Totally. Like she, when she called this, she called today just before we came over here and said, well, it's done. She, you know, and she said it in a way of motherfucker. Yeah. Because it was Monday and like, had it just like. If we just had one more day, one more day to drive it a little bit harder or, you know, one more, it, it just, for whatever reason. And, and she said, it seemed to be kind of just a freak thing. The seal just blew out. <laughs> like it just went bad. Wow. So, and that happened. Honestly, I was reading about it. I mean, didn't you guys, didn't somebody say something? Yeah. Somebody wrote in and basically called it. Yeah. Yeah. Nail, like right on the head. And the line, the line, the line wasn't uh, connected. Return line seal uh, failed. Right. So it was just getting oil all over the place. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, one of the guys that wrote in who called that was saying that it's like a, it it uses oil and water coolant. Oh. So it has something to do. I mean, that makes sense. I I didn't know that the oil would have been connected to the turbo. Mm. I, but, and I kept saying, that was the other thing is Brandon was like, rah, 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 and I was like, we don't know enough. Yeah. We don't know. He, you know, we, I took the position of, we don't know enough right now to know or make any judgments or even be angry. It could have honestly been a completely separate issue mm-hmm. that got fucked up or, and it clearly, it might've been, maybe that's the whole reason the turbo went out in the first place. Mm is something was wrong with one of the lines. And when he plugged it back in, it blew. And it didn't blow on him. It blew on me. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, maybe it was um, the universe having a real good laugh at us. I think I've laughed quite a bit over this experience, and I think I'll continue to find (laughs) laughter in it. I think I'm past the whole anger, though, you know? I'm I'm not angry anymore because I don't think I was ever like super angry. I was no. upset and put off. I was I was upset because it it was another it was just another level of shit. It was like an exhaustion level. Yeah. It was like like I then had to now now I have to mentally prepare for round three. Yeah, like right. what are we doing here? So like I had to just kind of get in, like that's the only time that I was like angry. But it was like once we just got ourselves in motion. Things really did click for us. We didn't hit a hole. I mean, we we had to drive through a dust storm. That was that cool. was interesting. We saw some really really great, uh, just natural phenomena. We saw some really cool dust devils. Oh, we drove th- through a rainbow for like an hour. There was one dust devil that almost looked like it was going to turn into a tornado. It was oh yeah, it was, it was huge. It was picking the biggest one I've up. seen. Yeah, but yeah, we were driving. We were coming through Nevada just before. Uh, was it Fernley? Mm-hmm. And it was like. It almost looked like there might have been a fire somewhere. Like there was this haze that hadn't been there. It was everything was so clear, uh, you know, all the way there and most of the way back and the same the first time. So, uh, but there was this weird like darkness that was like big and like Brandon was like, it's a UFO. <laughs> like we couldn't figure out what it was because we were driving towards it and it it was not in the clouds. Like we couldn't explain how there's this weird like darkness, yeah. like this shadowy blob and like. 
then this wall of like like looked like smoke. Yeah, there was there was like a the, there's no way to see any like light diffusion around yeah. the darker spots, which was what the which is what the creepiest part because once we figured out what it was, it makes total sense yeah. because there's a denser pockets yeah. and it's in the areas where there's more shade from yeah. the, the sun and the and the clouds. Yeah. Or, Cloud cover. We didn't know what we were looking at when we were driving into it. So, you know. I'm Googling fires, you know, and it kind of, like, does it smell like fire? Does it really smell like fire? I think I said something like, Google dust storms near Fernley because I thought, well, obviously we get dust storms out here. And the only thing I could think of was because it was coming from the ground if it's not a fire. And first thing that pops up, dust storm warning for uh, Nevada, northern Northern Nevada. Nevada. It might affect uh, highway travel. Yeah. It didn't affect our travel, but it was it was a, long. It was a spectacle. It was. We drove through it for what an hour and a half, two hours, yeah, something like that. It was a long drive, and it was cool. It was. It was actually really cool because it was. Um, there was there were some times there where you had probably a half mile visibility, like really, really, really thick fog. Yeah. But we saw a train come through it, and I don't know why, but that was uh, wicked cool. Well, because the light. Like, yeah, the light at the front of the train, and you know, the, just the silhouette of a of a train engine coming at you and from the other you side. I you see him for a while. Yeah. It was just like all of a sudden, like the lights were just like there, and you were like, "Whoa, yeah. what is that?" That's cool because you couldn't see. You couldn't see the train tracks. Yeah, you couldn't see more than maybe a hundred feet off of the side of the roads mm-hmm. for a while. So it was like it never got in the car. It didn't even really pile up anywhere. Like it, we must have just caught the beginning of it or the tail end. I don't know, but it looked, we drove definitely into like a wall. You could see what we drew, drove into. Yeah. It was, it was pretty cool. We got some really good sunset pictures. Quite the experience. Yeah. We should, uh, we should post that in our next update. Yeah. Um, what else? I mean, I think that's, that's, that's pretty much it. That's uh, the trip. we listened to a lot of Joe Rogan. We listened to armchair expert with uh, Dax Shepard and Rob Cordry as the guest. Highly recommend that one. That's a really good episode. Um, I, I honestly, I haven't listened to too much of the armchair expert podcast. I hadn't either. I will now. Exactly. I, I, just, I know that people have told me it's really good. I've listened to one or two here and there, but how often? I really gave it the time. But we, we also don't have a lot of time to devote to a lot of podcasts. You know, we, yeah. We just don't. I, I wish we did, but we just don't. The only time we do is when we go on 20-hour road trips to pick up broken-down vehicles. So we cram in the ones that we do yeah. like. <laughs> and it was a good it was, it was a good mix. I think we had a, we had a good uh, mix of podcasts. We listened to Mysterious Universe a couple of times. Uh, then we listened to music, you know, Lizzo and Tool, you know, just the usual <laughs> mix that you get in our car. Standard. Uh, and it was, a, it was a, a great ride. It was a great ride. It was. And um, whatever happens next, I'm sure it'll be quite the adventure, and I'm looking forward to it. But I'm hoping that I don't have to go back to Utah. I just don't. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go. I don't want to go back to Wyoming. Let's just have the car come to us. <laughs> let's uh, let's have it catch an Uber here. I will. I will do everything I can to yeah. get this car delivered to us. I mean, airdropped. I, I don't know anything. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, that's going to cover it. And I'm going to go get some rest because this weekend has been a bitch. And uh, I'm going to eat. I'm hungry. All right. Get you fed. Let's get me to bed. Let's get the dogs home because they've been playing all day. The poor dogs oh, got yeah. cooped up all weekend, so they got to go to DDC today. today that's doggy like... daycare. Wagon tails. Wagon tails. Woof, woof. Woof, woof. Woof, yeah. woof. <laughs> woof, woof. <laughs> we got we to tell Andrea about that. Oh, woof, yeah. Woof. All right. Um, That's it. Let's go home. Oh. Yeah. Oh, what? Midway. Oh, we watched a movie. 
called eh, Midway. Take it or leave it. I mean, it was a good movie. It was a good movie. It was a good escape. It was a good war movie, but it was very homoerotic. Oh my god! Like dudes were like staring at each other, like looking at each other's lips and licking them, and like I'm gonna kiss you, but I'm talking about war stuff. And the wife knows the drill. <laughs> so much code talk. Yeah, oh so my much, god! Like, like uh, secret. Maybe beard we were talk. horny. I don't know, but it was definitely very. Uh, it, it, it worked. You know, it it was uh, it was a it was a. Fun movie. It was a little. It was really cheesy. It ended really cheesy. And but the action scenes. This is a World War Two movie. It is if like not, nonstop. If you're not familiar with the story, this is a battle of midway yeah. between the Americans and the Japanese during World War Two. It's just a big epic battle post um, Pearl Harbor. Right. This was what this was. It was the next step from Pearl Harbor before we bombed them. So and we don't see that. But no, this is a great movie with the uh, excellent fight scenes, cheesy dialogue, cheesy scenes. It's kind of long. Darren uh, Chris can't kick the glee attitude. Like he's very um, dreamland theatrical still. So like he still will like turn and like hop. And I'm like, yo, turn the theater down. <laughs> hello, my baby. Hello, yeah. my darling. Hello, my ragtime. Yeah. You almost expect him to start breaking in a song and yeah. dance. And you're just like, he, he kind of had a, I think they were trying to play off like a bad boy sort of attitude and he just does not have it no he's too clean cut shit i thought he was gay for the longest time i schooled myself well you (laughs) see him making out and love scenes with women and in the shows that we've seen him in he definitely looks uncomfortable Uh, but apparently he's married to he's maybe a beard yeah i mean come on it's 2020 it's 2020. You can he can come out now. He, he's beautiful enough. He doesn't have to. The poor guy. He's like gorgeous and like sings and theatrical. And everybody's like, he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> to he be fair, escape. in Glee, he played a gay character. <laughs> he can be effeminate and be I, straight. Yeah, he can, obviously. So, I, But I just thought for the longest time, for some reason, I believed he was gay. Not in a, Not because I associated it with like the way he acted or sang or anything like that or because he was too pretty, but because I think somebody told me that and I just completely believed it. And mm-hmm. the character he was playing at the time was gay. So I was like, oh yeah, no, totally. Like I see it, but bad on me. I get it. You got, if, if you don't know who we're talking about, Google Darren Chris. He's so pretty though. From, uh, he was in Glee. He was in uh, Hollywood land. Is that what that show was called? Hollywood Land? No, it was called Dreamland. Dreamland. Thank you. I don't know why. Oh, because it said Hollywood Land on the yeah. The sign. No, but he's he's actually a really really talented actor. He's got an incredible voice. Obviously, he can dance. He's, he can sing. He's he the trifecta. But he's he's not like oh my god, he's so hot. I want to do awful things to him. He's like he's so pretty. He's just so pretty. <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it for us this week. Thank you, Haley, for helping me. Relive and retell and digest and uh, reminisce. Hopefully, there isn't a part three. I hope there. I hope the part three is we got the car back. It was shit back. It's all fixed. And end of story. Or it stays in the shop for two more weeks and it's a lemon. We'll see which happens first. All right. Until next week, everybody. Namaste, bitches. The rad. Oh.